Look at this. We don't have a guest. Shane can't pass the buck. Here we go. Season 5, Episode 4, Rosebud. Take it away, Shane. Slow down. Sidewalks are regular walking, not fancy walking. Simmer down, I'll let you go. Let's give it up for Table 5! Ah, 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 table five, table five, ah, 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 table five. Man, see, that is how you use the Shane kind of monotone voice to its maximum potential. That's that, true. That yeah. was a really good Jasper. Like, if you got a little, had a little bit more, um, I don't know, maybe like smoke a pack of cigarettes, like a full pack in a row. And then do yeah. that voice. I think you might be like dead on for Jasper. Uh, shout out if you you know if Jasper ever needs a replacement. Yeah, I can I can pick up smoking. Matt I'll Groening, Al Jean, hear that? Shane will give himself lung cancer to be on the show. That's dedication. Mm-hmm. That's somebody who yeah. wants the part right there. You can't hopefully, that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hey, hopefully the, the we're recording this in August of twenty three. So hopefully the writer's strike gets ended. Uh, relatively soon and everyone gets the the fair deal that they they definitely yeah i've been following that quite closely the the numbers are kind of appalling in streaming services about like hey um your thing got watched like three million times but we're not going to pay you like residuals for that it's uh yeah pretty crazy yeah crazy indeed um i am very excited though for this particular episode and one word kind of gets me excited for it. You want to know what that is? Uh, no, what is it? Okay, I'm actually going to tell you a uh, fantastic, fantastic anecdote that leads to this story. So it's September 12th, 2017, right? Uh, it's I'm going on a date with this All girl. Right. And, oh, okay. Uh, you know, we grab a drink of, uh, like, not alcohol. We got we went to Starbucks. We got a drink. We went down a lake. Went for a walk. We're in the parking lot. We're talking for a while afterwards. We're talking about all sorts of stuff. We got the topic of dogs. And uh, you know me, Shane. What's what's my favorite type of dog? What do I love? Oh, definitely uh, not definitely not hound dogs. Oh, no, definitely not hound dogs. But bassets. Love me my bassets, right? So yeah. we, we're talking about dogs and stuff like that. My wife is talking about my, my future wife. That's who it was. Was talking about how she had a wiener dog at the time. And then when she was growing up. Her parents had a big old fat basset hound. The name of that basset hound was, based on this uh, episode. Was it really Rosebud? No, nice. it wasn't Rosebud. No, it was Bobo. Oh, oh Bobo. I was it, like, okay. Yeah. I, th- uh, there's something about that name. Was it named after this episode? No, no. His actual name was like it was some, some Dutch name. And it was some oh, alley. Right. They shortened it to either Bo or Bobo. Uh, what was it again? Bocephus, that's what it was. I don't know what that means, but they uh, usually call him Bo or Bobo. And that name, I love, not just to associate with a Basset Hound, because that's just a beautiful name for a Basset, but uh, I was also that moment that I knew that I was going to marry that girl, uh, even though I didn't think she liked me. But um, I love uh, the that name. That is a hilarious, you know, there's a meme of like, okay, um, we're on our date. I'm not sure if she likes me. Uh, okay, we got engaged. Still not sure. Uh, okay, we're yeah. married, but uh, I'm not sure yet. But yeah, <laughs> a couple of kids, still not sure exactly. But that name, man, that name comes from this episode. I believe that's the first time that I heard that name of Bobo, and it's just such a fun thing to say. It's like uh, 
when Krusty starts talking about words that sound dirty. Remember when he's talking about that with Kent Brockman? He's talking about mucklucks. It's just one of those yes. words that's fun to say. I don't know if it's the the repetition or something like that, but it just sounds like that. Just sounds like a name that fits a big old dirty fat basset hound. So um, yeah, there's my there's my Bobo story uh, for you. Um, this one is it's a parody, but it's it's uh, kind of not at the same time. Kind of like Homer goes to college. Uh, like they went into a big backstory here for Mr. Burns. Like apparently Schwartzwelder went through this episode like intricately. He like uh, he 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 pieced together Bobo's history and Mr. Burns's history, and they had this huge uh, amount of alternate material that they could have used and deleted scenes for like Bobo's history and stuff like that. I love when they do that, um, especially when they do it so well, like they do here. Like they even had scenes that were cut that had like Bobo being involved in the assassination of JFK. Like, ah, <laughs> I think I saw that on the DVD. Yeah. 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 They're like, ah, it's a little, a little too heavy, but this one uh, is a very underrated gem. I don't think it gets enough love. Uh, it's, I think it's actually close for me personally to being on that Mount Rushmore. Um, and like, there's so many good little things in here, just like Homer goes to college, but with that comes some really big gags that stick in my head. So I'm actually curious to see what my end favorite joke is going to be. Uh, what are your overall thoughts of this one, just off the top of your head? I think the storytelling in this one is very good. Uh, this is one of the better backstory. It's very well written, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Um, and it is funny. It's not overly funny. It's not super goofy. It has serious tones for sure. Uh, I think it's going to pull at the heartstrings of anyone who's had like, you know, a favorite toy growing up, kind of like a toy story type of deal a little bit in terms of uh, a toy that you've lost and then you want to find it again a little bit. Sure. Um, anyone who's watched Citizen Kane will obviously see some similarities. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think fantastic episode, you know, this season is just full of fantastic episodes. We really are in the golden age of writing right now. Like, they were just killing it. Um, do you want to score now? Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to add a couple of things, and I think one of the things that um, is kind of neat about this one is that this is an episode that I've, I've come to appreciate more as, I got, uh, as I've gotten older, but I loved it when I was a kid. I love the storyline of, like, finding a golden ticket, basically, like, um, imagine stumbling upon something like this in real life if you were a kid like Maggie does or I guess technically Bart does here and then as I got older I started to appreciate I never actually I've never actually seen Citizen Kane I know the story of it but I can't watch movies that are like made before the 70s because the acting's garbage um, usually I will I, give it to Family Guy they had a good gag um, they start the Citizen Kane movie and then Peter goes in front of the TV and is like okay I just saved you two boobless hours. It was a sled from when he was a kid. There you go, right? <laughs> that was a and pretty then, decent joke by them. Yeah, also, I remember my Nana when I was a kid. I, we were, the, I think it was on TV one time, and uh, she was talking about it. I was like, oh, Citizen Kane. She's like, yeah, and Rosebud, and nobody ever knew what Rosebud meant. I was like, isn't it the sled? I, like, I knew that as a 12-year-old for some reason. For some reason, my Nana didn't, I guess. Maybe she just didn't get it or wasn't paying attention throughout the movie. But yeah, like there are certain things that I've come to appreciate as it goes as I get older, as it goes along, like I know who George Burns is vaguely. I know he's a comedian, but 
I get, I kind of get the joke more when he sings, when they say, oh, we still got his brother George. Remember Mr. Burns leaves? Like, I didn't get that as a kid. I had no idea what the hell was going on. But now I think it's even funny because I still don't really get it, but it's so random. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, was that was good too, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of randomness in this episode. A lot of really good misdirections that I loved, especially the way Dan delivers the line when we get to it uh, about uh, put that moldy old bear down when Maggie's holding Bobo up in front of the TV. So there are different things that I picked up on as I've gotten older, which is why I love this so much. You're right. It's not really, really, really funny. It's close, though. Very close, which is why I'm giving it a 9.9. What about yourself? 9.9. Okay. Uh, I was going to go in with like a 9.6. It's really... So you went with a 9.8 for Homer Goes to College. Uh, Yeah. And then it, you ended up bumping it up to a 9.9. And that, that one still, like as we discussed in the last episode, didn't have that like big moment, but it had so many consistent moments throughout that you it gave you that bump up. You don't think off the top that Rosebud is going to do the same? Mm. I have seen this episode a decent amount of times. Um, mm. I, You know, 9.6 isn't a bad score, but... Um, I guess because it's not going to make me laugh as much as Homer goes to college did for me personally. Uh, that's why it gets docked some points. Gotcha. Although it's okay. very well written. It is more of a serious tone uh, episode. I almost said movie because it's like kind of like its own little 20 minute movie. Wow. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. That. I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense that if if your memory serves correct, then those little jokes just don't hit as much as Homer goes to college. Let's see I if you could be wrong. You could be wrong. That's the whole <laughs> point of why we do this. All right, let's get to it. Here's the Citizen Kane somewhat parody Rosebud. Ah, oh, so much to love about this one. The Ramones even loved being on this. Like they don't have a huge part in it, but they became pretty meme worthy um, from their their little part in this episode, and they loved it. They were huge fans of the show. Well, the show was just super, super popular at this point. So oh, yeah. to be on this show was like an, like a really, really cool thing. Yeah, this, this is yeah. really the point where it's not just the golden age of the writing, but the golden age of like celebrities of... Uh... Couch gag was all right. I think they've done something similar. Yeah, before. where the family runs in on themselves. Yeah. I didn't even see the chalkboard gag. Ah, uh, who cares? It is oh, both. right. I forgot about this is how it starts. Yo. Yes. Oh, I love that Wizard of Oz reference. I used to, I went on somebody's lawn one time and just started doing that when I was like 12. <laughs> love how they have to be quiet. Yeah. They're clearly hired by Burns to do this. <laughs> yeah, and they all look like Jimbo's dad. Right into backstory. I love the look of Bobo. Like, they, they really nailed the hat. Like, he's just a happy little teddy bear. Yeah, I have a... Did you ever have a childhood? Like a... Yeah, sort of, I, had a, I had a rabbit. Like a stuffed rabbit. You still have it? Uh, my mom does. My mom, it's what my mom says. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I love how his name's Happy, too. It's just like... And like, yeah, they're, they're, they're literally just cramming it down your throat that his name was Happy. And there's George Burns! I don't get it, but it's still funny. <laughs> oh, it's good. 
I love how they, 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 yeah, like they just nail you over the head there with like the symbolism and stuff to just get right to the point. And there's your snow globe. Oh yeah. Citizen Kane reference. Bobo. It's just so fun to say, man. It's just so great. It's a great name. It yeah. makes me so happy. It makes me smile all the time. Sheriff Lobo, they never should have canceled that show. Yeah, I always mention Sheriff Lobo on the show. Whoever the hell... That... You know who Sheriff Lobo is or that show? Have you ever seen it? I have never seen it. No, I mean, another fun name to say. Oh, God. This is a famous gif. I've given this to people who, on their birthdays for sure. As you should. As you should. Oh, the sky looks weird there. Yeah, some coloring mistake there. More Sheriff Lobo. September 15th. I have a feeling this is going to be me holding a pinata for my daughter one day. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> yes, he puts his shirt on with the hanger still. <laughs> How did he get to work? And the pin oh. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Homer Simpson, sir, one of the carbon blobs from Sector 7G, but I don't think that... The funny thing is, is that, you know, Burns wants him to be a comedian here, and Homer fails. But a few seasons later, that's literally his job. Remember when he becomes Burns' prank monkey? That's true, yeah. Or when he becomes a clown. Or when, he, yeah, literally, yeah. What are you doing? Here we go, Shane. This one came back out on October 21st. Uh, 1993, what legendary football movie came out the very next day that gets mentioned in King of the Hill? Uh, American football? Yes. Okay. Let's not remember the Titans. No, a little earlier than that. Earlier than that. Um, Longest Yard, the original? No. No, that's even earlier. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, another that's football movie. It was Rudy. Oh, that's actually one of my favorite movies. If you haven't watched Rudy, I highly recommend it. And if you don't get teary-eyed, you're a terrible person. Do you remember what Hank says about the movie Rudy and King of the Hill? I, I th I've forgotten. What did he say? He goes, he talks, he's talking about Rudy. And he's like, he, uh, he's this little guy who tried out. And then uh, he died of cancer before the big game, I think. And, he gets the complete, and I'd never seen Rudy, so I thought that's what... I remember watching Rudy for the first time, and I'm like... Why does he die of cancer? That's what Hank said happened. Oh my gosh. Flanders is dressed like Homer. Yeah, he is. That's a rare sight. I feel like George Bush and Ronald Reagan and the Slanders Nixon. What are your thoughts on uh, giving your boss a gift? Uh, I, th I think it's cool if it's a joke gift. But if... <laughs> poor Jimmy Carter. <laughs> but uh, if it's something like too serious, it comes across kind of weird. If you have a good relationship with your manager or whatever, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Marilyn Monroe, yeah. yeah that's that's a, a creepy shot. I love how, like, his head is perfectly photoshopped onto Marilyn Monroe's, but when it's him, like, Tyson with the knockout, he's just, like, it's just a poor cutout. Fantastic. Yeah, this whole scene's great. Happy birthday, 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 
bastard. Hey, I think they like <laughs> the birds <laughs> is shaking old withery. Yeah. Have the rolling stones killed on oh, so good. Another great meme worthy. Nice unicorn, yeah. See, but like Smithers must have hired them, right? Um, yeah, I Smithers guess. must have, yeah. There's a satellite hookup on that monitor if you'll just turn your head slightly. Yeah, nobody cares about Australia. Get out here. I have some sad news to report. A small puppy, not unlike Lassie, was just run over in the park. <laughs> All right. Why is he telling people this? Great way to set up Homer. Yeah, yeah. just straight sewers him. <laughs> Are you ready to laugh? Quiet, you awful man. You know, Mr. Burns is so cheap. What? I just, I mean, you know, Mr. Burns. I love Homer's so outfit here, too, how he kind of looks like Bob Hope. Tough crowd. Better bring out the big guns. <clears throat> Here's an impression of Mr. Burns that you might find a little. Ever moon somebody before? <gasps> you know, I never have. But uh, shout out to all the winches. We actually are unable to have a glutes. We're all, we oh, all have Hank Hill asses. Like, yeah. Hank, you can't have bum cheeks, eh? Nope. Huh. This party is over. He's got like SS stormtroopers. <laughs> they just beat people. Where did I lose them? I'll never wiggle my I never noticed the bump on Homer's head. I'd like to believe that this time. I really would. Bart, run down to the store and get a big bag of ice for your father. Yes, um, Dad, I know you're just uh, like, yeah. please don't deny the world your fat can. Don't worry, boy. You'll be ready for your Aunt Selma's birthday. I knew it. <laughs> I forgot that's why Bart goes to get the ice. I couldn't remember why he was going to the quickie mart for it. There's a lot of good one-liners that happen at the quickie mart. I love how Burns has a nude photo of Mark Twain. Oh, I love the Mr. Burns weakness jokes. Yeah. That's two episodes in a row now. Yeah. Hey, they struck gold. They gotta keep going with it. That's true. You just run it right into the ground. Ring that chamois. Alright, the history of Bobo. Uh, I had a bear, my childhood bear. It was called uh, Sleepyhead. Did it look like Bobo? No, it was uh, more of like a gray. Bobo actually reminds me of uh, Garfield's favorite toy, Garfield the uh, yeah, comic strip. Yeah, that's right. yeah. So, uh, but that's name's Pokey. He goes with Charles Lindbergh. Hitler catches there, and they love their Hitler. Hitler blames the collapse of Germany on them. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow he winds up going to the North Pole, though. It's not really explained. Is that because that's where Hitler, everyone said Hitler was trying to go to the center of the earth? And no, North Pole Hitler, or went, Hitler went to, they say, Argentina. Oh, that was a great line. If you can think of a better way to get ice, I'd like to hit it. Oh, man, that's a real good one. I forgot about that. That's so, that's so good. Those are chock full of heady goodness. Hey, it's a teddy bear. Ugh, gross. It's probably diseased or something. Here, Maggie. Let me just chucks it to Maggie. <laughs> oh, new bear. Nice little gag looking for the Bobo yeah. tag. That's not bad. Good act, good act. Here, something that should cheer you up, sir. 
It's me, sir. Bobo, hug me. Squeeze me. Yeah, this is really when they start yeah, to hit it on the head. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. yeah. The Smithers just is in love with Burns. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Millhouse He's just covered up Millhouse. <laughs> Why is Millhouse missing? Oh, I love yeah. this moment. I love this Maggie playing with Bobo. Listen to the way Dan delivers this line. Could be right in front of your face as I'm saying this, waggling back and forth, perhaps being held up by a loved one. Maggie, I'm trying to watch TV. Put that moldy old bear down. Moldy? <laughs> I love the way he what says that. It's just like he's, he's got that disdain in his voice, like he's annoyed that his kid won't get out of the way for watching TV. Just moldy old bear. Oh, nice freight bomb. I forgot about that. <laughs> love how it has claws, like yeah. metal claws. Like why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this from the movie? This this thing. Uh, the underwater scene is. Like this moment of discovery. I'm almost. It's been a while since I've watched it. It's a pretty dry movie. It's a great movie. It's like a classic, but uh, <laughs> we had this these fish. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> they just put the fish there for that one guy. Well, Burns isn't getting this back cheap. I can tell you that. He's gonna have to give me my own recording studio. See, I hated this part when I was a kid. I I, just, I thought it was so dumb. It didn't make too much sense to me ever, because this comes after the B-sharps, right? So it, it does, but it's just like, it, it's one of those jokes that doesn't really work well. <laughs> Better show that eye back on. No, let's send Burns the eye in the mail. He'll pay more money if he thinks the bears <laughs> That's a good idea. That kind of actually is, yeah. I'm sure he'll offer us a fair reward. And then we'll make him double it. Hmm? Nice. <laughs> Well, this is a struggling fan family who's struck, almost struck gold with Mr. Burns on more than one occasion so yeah. far. Yeah, he screwed them over with the the head when Bart saved. Yeah, him. literally a blood a blood transfusion that saved his life. Burns. And now the same family happens to have the bear of his childhood. I love this when he says he's strapped for cash and all these millions of all this gold and stuff. That's basically every major corporation in the world. Sure, we can come to an understanding. Yeah, everyone only cares about the bottom line. Yeah. Reject the first offer. May I offer you a drink? Sorry, Burns. No deal. Don't worry, Smithers. He's playing hardball now. But it won't take him long to crack. The physical crack. I got a call, Burns. I got a call, Burns. That's so good. I can still get that drink. <laughs> what a nice little misdirection. Subtle misdirections. They hit you on how the head. How much money would you want for the bear? Well, Burns' fortune is realistically anywhere from like $1 million to hundreds of millions of dollars. So I'd really say like... Depends, yeah. Uh, I'd just say like... If Burns really had all that much money, $10 million probably would be... I'm good with that. <laughs> I love that line. Seems to be stuck. Yeah. yeah. But see, if like my little girl had that and did the had this was in this exact same situation, I probably couldn't give it up. Yeah, fair enough. 
Well, they say early tra uh, childhood trauma stays with you your entire life. Exactly so right. Probably, probably best to keep the bear. What I really love about Bobo is the, the the drawing on him of how he's still kind of together, but and you can tell he's moldy and like old and dirty. They really nailed it. And because Burns was gonna steal her bear, Maggie decided to shoot him later on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had three people. <laughs> he just drives through the house, and for some reason, Grandpa has a car now. Yeah, brilliant. Or stole that, it. That is yeah. perfectly timed nonsense. Oh, this is the gags here. The, the little kind of montage. Howdy, gents. What can I diddly do you for? Oh, I forgot. This montage has my all one of my favorite moment of the episodes. Not oh, not this part here okay. where I get stuck on the zip line, but after that. <laughs> <laughs> they have to, until morning, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right here. Here we go. Uh, yeah. He's eating cheese, isn't he? Yeah, here we go. Oh, that's so gross. So, 64 processed oh, cheese slices. My dad loves processed cheese. Why? I don't it's know. So there's so many better cheeses out there. He's just struggling to live. They've said that there's so much microplastic in that type of cheese, too. And it, Homer's response. Here we go. I think I'm blind. That just it broke my brain when I heard that the first time. That is so brilliant because that is the... It, you probably would go blind if you ate 64 straight. Oh, yeah. I don't think you'd probably be able to handle it. Actually, you probably throw up halfway through, but still. That's it's just amazing. <laughs> oh, that's a shift. That's... wonder if our work has this. Probably. Maybe. That's a good gag. That's really good. Most babies would. They'd take the box or garbage. Oh, the actual toy. No, my back, my back. <laughs> mm, I think we need a new hair dryer. Marge, you must hate me for not taking Mr. Burns's money. I don't hate you. I'm proud of you. You came through for your daughter when she needed you the most. Oh, thanks, Marge. But it'll take a lot more than that to comfort this tortured soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the box. Yeah. Nice quick callback. Oh, Barney! Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, and now that's a great sewering of a, of a bad pop culture thing. But it's awesome that Homer loves it. I love how he's physically running to each studio. Yeah. Taken over all 78 channels, and you won't see any of your favorite 78. That's it. Until you give in. Imagine if it was nowadays. Right. Holy crap. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be crazy. What's that you say? You can live without television as long as you have beer. That's right. Wrong. All beer trucks heading towards Springfield have been diverted. This town will be as dry as a bone. And if the rest of you beer swilling tube jockeys out there have a problem with this, talk to home. It's actually a pretty good plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how this always comes back to Dougie, but Bucket Beer really worked. 
Jane, leave me alone. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who does he shoot, I wonder? I wonder I love how he's there within seconds. That's actually yeah, so that gag's even better now that you said that, yeah. Wait, why are we getting him? That's great too. <laughs> That's a great joke. Oh, another meme, Worley. What? Already? Yes. Is it my imagination or is TB getting worse? It's about the same. Uh oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> Does that happen in the... Again, I've never seen the movie, so does that actually happen? Do they come to get... Ooh, I don't remember. All I can focus on that one scene was Dr. Nick had orange hair. Yeah, and Jasper, like, when they come outside, Jasper was dressed differently, too. Yeah. I think, go sing at the hospital. I love when the mob does random stuff, like, uh, remember Mo? Let's go... They're headed for the old mill! No, we're not. Yeah. Let's go to the old mill anyways, get some cider! <laughs> Did you have a sandbox grown up? Oh, no, 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 Way too much alien urine in sandboxes. Uh, my dad built this little, uh... All, all you need is, like, a few 2x4s and you can buy sand from... Yeah, but, but yeah, it was is, nice. We had so much fun in there. And not only is there the alien urine, but you gotta worry about the cat turds. A lot of cat turds. It's like a giant oh, yeah. litter box. Cats will be using that as a litter box for sure, but... Another, that just builds up the immune system. Another great, uh... Feeble burns out there that he can't take the bear from Maggie. Okay, Maggie. You win, but I want you to do something for me. That's true. Can't take candy from her either. Yeah, he'll find that out the hard way. Oh, Maggie. Sad fool. For me? Don't give it to him for free. She's like the most noble character in the show. Something amazing is happening. Even more so than Lisa, I would say. Besides almost killing him, that's fine, yeah. I'm sure I'll remember it. Well, he didn't get any money, but Mr. Burns got what he wanted. Lord, I'm confused. Is this a happy ending or a nice meta reference here? That's enough. It's almost like they debated on how to finish it and they're like, just screw it, we'll put that in. But I can't help but wonder what the future holds for you. This creeped me out when I was a kid. Oh yeah, that the apes would take over. And there's like Homer's and Burns, the, the Burns head and the robot. He would, because he'd, he'd have all the scientists working on him. And here comes Dog Smithers. Yeah, that's Jeff Bezos. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Creepy ending, but like Homer Goes to College, fantastic episode throughout. Uh, lots of good little gags in there, including one mm -hmm. I completely forgot about. I don't know how I forgot about it. That is definitely getting my vote for best gag. Big Chungus is happy because uh, she is... Uh, I don't know what she's doing over there, but I even call her Bobo sometimes. But uh, she's happy. Everyone's happy. Um, I love this one, man. This this one... I think there's a little bit more, even after watching it, there's still a tinge of nostalgia that sticks with me. Oh, sure, uh, yeah. I think it's because I, I used to watch this one a lot with my dad. Uh, he loved this one um, as well. Uh, so for me, I think the nostalgia factor, even after watching it, is still going to keep it at a 9.9. It's not a 10. There's no home run that puts it over the top to get into that 10. Great story. Uh, nice twist on the actual Citizen Kane movie. Um, lots of good little jokes. Fun throughout. It, it, it's just missing the home run. If it had the home run, it would be a 10. But I'm going. I'm sticking with my 9.9. What about yourself? Uh, I'm going to go with 9.7. It just wasn't funny enough for me, but it was still a great episode. It, so it got, it got the slight bump. So I guess it had enough good stuff throughout so that it you're like okay it, this is this is really good I'll, I'll give it that little bit of a bump up yeah like it um a couple of the a couple of the gags i had forgotten i'll be honest i like we're on the uh scene select menu right now i had forgotten that homer gets whipped uh in the underground part of the uh of the nuclear power plant that spins the uh the carousel of sweets in the cafeteria i thought that was a great gag i totally forgot about that to make, um, yeah, to make the, the don't spin. Yeah, that, that's a yeah. good one. There, there are a few. I think we're going to find out more and more as we go through like seasons five, six, seven, that there are little things that even today, when we're thinking of said episode that we're about to do, we're like, oh, yeah, okay, that, that one in there I forgot about. That's great. And I forgot about that gag. My favorite from this episode, uh, I had a couple of feel, um, thoughts of what it's going to be or, or what it was going to be, but then I, I, I completely forgot 64 slices of American cheese was in this. I loved that so much as a kid, especially because I still love it today. Because uh, uh, you know, American cheese, plastic cheese is disgusting. It's something that, that Homer. That scene reminds me of my dad. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, it's disgusting. You probably would go blind if you ate that much. And it's just, it's just a brilliant thing that Mr. Burns and Smithers are stuck up there for hours, where Homer struggles to eat cheese, plastic cheese, throughout the night. That is, I don't know how they came up with that, but that is absolutely fantastic. What are you going with for your uh, top joke? Uh, my top joke is Apu and getting the bags of ice from, like, people from Antarctica having to go all the way there just to get ice. Um, I just thought that it's just such a memorable gag to me that it could even be completely separate. You could put that in pretty much any episode. It'd be funny. It's just one of those gags. Um, it really seems like it was one of those things where somebody, maybe somebody had that around for a while and they really wanted to work it in. Because you're right, it's fantastic. It's like the fact that they're going, basically what they used to do in like the 1800s for people to get ice, to bring in the big chunks. And for, and they not only did they go to Antarctica or wherever the hell, the North Pole to get it, that they, they four people died getting this ice. Yeah. And then Apu, right, can you think of an easier way? Ah, I don't way, know. Yeah. Like that, that is really, that is fantastic. <laughs> that is brilliant. I love that gag. Surrounded by freezers, I, I want to add. Yes, yeah, well, surrounded store. by freezers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Where they're keeping the ice in. Yeah, it's it's uh, just... a couple of freezer gags at uh, happen at the Quickie Mart because uh, our good friend also gets frozen in the freezer at one point. Yes, he does. Yeah, there's some there is, yeah. some, and then the fake freezer. 
uh, to That's go. That's true. Or the, it's not a freezer, but the, the whatever, the, but the non-alcoholic beer. Go on the roof. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. To go um, meet Paul McCartney. Um, let me sum up who. Anyways, yeah. Yes. Fantastic, fantastic, good stuff. I messed up last episode. I th- said it was going to be uh, Treehouse, but Treehouse is actually the next episode th- this time. Uh, I don't know. What I, I don't know. I'm all hopped up on goofballs. I sound <laughs> like Lisa good. when I go to Cypress Creek. I'm all stuffed up. I've been having like colds and allergies over the last uh, couple of weeks or so. So I don't know. Hopefully by the time we do Treehouse Four, it'll all be gone and I'll be I'll be back to normal. But you know what's always consistent instead of my allergies or sickness, whatever this is, unlike that, is Shane when he does plug time. Take it away. Follow us on X, Twitter. I know. Yeah, it's it's going to sting for a while um, until the things... Who knows? Maybe it'll get... Maybe by the time this episode is out, it's been renamed to something else. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) uh, Simpsons underscore EB on Twitter. If you want to follow us, that's great. Uh, Get that follower count up. Uh, Thank you for listening, by the way. Our numbers have been pretty consistently like better and better each month so yeah it's uh it's been great so please follow us on twitter and on spotify because most of you are listening to us on spotify please follow us on spotify and rate us five stars if you're on your phone takes two seconds do it now please thank you um and then if you want to donate to the show you can donate to the show by clicking the link in the description called buy me a coffee and that will go towards many things but the main goal is the Willy Wonka experience of Suring Coaknail's grandpa, which now will include uh, a sideshow of uh, Nick's hounds doing a bunch of different things. I forget what exactly we said last time, Nick. But yeah, oh, yeah. well, yeah, it's not just start my hounds, but you can have all sorts of hound dogs. Bring all know? the hounds. Uh, yeah. You know, best girth we talked about, uh, biggest right. ears, uh, who can howl the longest, all sorts of uh, best overall chungus. If you don't know what big chungus is and how to describe chungus, that's not my problem. It just means please Google chungus. It's yeah, great. yeah, yeah, exactly. All sorts of different things. We're gonna have a heck of a time. Uh, TBA, TBA still or TBD, I guess I should say. Um, when it comes to uh, uh, you know when the date is actually going to be, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. We're we've raised about two two point three million. Mm-hmm. So we're getting close. We're getting really close. But in that in that time, keep on listening. Uh, we we love to keep doing this. We're going to uh, make a bit of a change where, because we want to savor these episodes a little bit more while we're in the golden age, we're going to be uh, doing one per week uh, instead of two, and just for scheduling purposes too. Uh, we apologize for that if you've been hoping for it to get back to two, but I think we're going to go for uh, for one uh, right now. Life is quite busy right now for Nick and I. Yeah, so I've got one episode a week. Yeah, yeah, I've got my daughter. Shane's got his four kids that he doesn't care about. There's it's all true. sorts of things. He's getting sued. So we'll see what happens with that. Maybe we'll have to put some of the Wonka money into Shane's uh, legal battles. So you it's might true. Be Did you Shane's. like my karaoke last episode? It was very, very good. And I have, a, I do have a special request for the end of this one. Uh, oh, gosh. We, we brought okay. ca- no, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do. It, oh, fantastic. You're, you get it. You get a break here. Um, nice. Just, just before we, we recorded uh, this episode a few days before, uh, Johnny Hardwick, who voiced Dale, King of the Hill, he passed away. Yes, yeah. That was uh, sad. He was a very, very talented voice actor. The character mm-hmm. of Dale Gribble, one of my all-time favorite characters in television history. So Shane, yes. uh, to play us out and honor uh, Mr. Hardwick, uh, let's uh, let's go with your favorite Dale Gribble line. Whatever your favorite Dale line is. Oh, it's uh, going to be fun. There's so many good ones. There's so many. Yeah. Heck, you know what? Put put a couple in there if you want. Put put the top three or top five. Have uh, Let's have fun with it and uh, honor 
the the legacy of Johnny Hardwick. Uh, we'll we'll be back for Treehouse Four. Actually, Treehouse Four. That's going to be a fun one. I. It's weird. Treehouse Four gets kind of lost for me in the grand scheme of the treehouses. Is so. Uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. and hey, it's we're still getting... good, but it's not like my favorite favorite. But no. yeah, and you know what? We'll be recording that one towards the end of August, and then that's when like Shane starts getting the jitters to get into his uh, Halloween mode. So that should be. A lot of fun and kind of like a, an intro to you for almost spooky season exactly exactly a lot of fun Alrighty, we'll catch you later for trios four shane play us out with some of the great dale gribble yeah i know what's wrong with it it's a ford you know what they say ford stands for don't you it stands for fix it again tony <laughs> you're thinking of a fiat dale fix it again Pocket sand. No! Yeah.